Hey, it's Ren. I wanted to start off by apologizing that we have to do this episode. It's about SEO. I personally don't really like SEO and I think it's scary and overwhelming and hard, but it is it is important. It's important for businesses. It's important if you're developing on Squarespace. Uh, we are going to talk very tactically about if you are developing on Squarespace or have a website on Squarespace, what you can do, what are the very basic things you can do to, you know, kick ass at SEO. Um, and we're also going to talk a little bit about why we don't like it, these things. And we're going to talk about Game of Thrones because it needs to be done. So I hope you enjoy it. And there is a free download that we are going to put in the show notes of our basic SEO checklist for SEO. For Squarespace SEO, specifically. Okay. Oh, I hated it, Ren. I know. I hated the ending. I know. We're talking about game of we're talking about GOT. Got Game of Thrones, little Game of Thrones, because it's culturally relevant, and we're culturally relevant people. We're some cool guys. Yeah, and hey. the the finale just happened. The finale forever, forever finale. Forever it's, finale. It's gone. It's the done. The series finale, not the season. The series finale. Series it's over. finale. It's done. Um, and here's our quick thoughts about how it ended. Will hated it. Yeah, I just didn't like it. I just think it was rushed. I don't think they did. They explained like a bunch of the major themes. They were just they they really brought us in throughout all eight seasons. They were like, "What is this? What is that? Who's Bran? What's the Night King's deal?" And then they just ended it. They didn't like explain any of it. They just jumped in and oh, I just didn't really like. It. I feel very unsatisfied by the ending. Yeah, I feel like they pointed us down a lot of roads that ultimately led to nowhere. Yeah. Um. That being said, I will say it's I'm we're almost five days removed now from yeah. watching the finale. Yeah. And at first I was sad, I was confused, I was scared mm. when it ended. I didn't know what I would do with my mm. time. Um but now honestly looking back, I think I liked it. I think I liked how they ended everything and what yeah. I didn't like wasn't the story or like the end like you know like I'm fine with John killing Danny I'm fine with Bran being king I'm fine with like Arya oh by the way spoilers yeah Oops. spoiler alert. Uh, I'm fine with Arya selling whatever's west of Westeros very Arya thing to do yeah uh, Sansa being queen in the north loved that Tyrion continuing to be hand made a ton of sense like great I honestly felt like John going to be with the closest thing he has left to a family with like going to be the king beyond the wall is mm-hmm. essentially how I interpreted it. And honestly, as close as he can still be to, I think, the true love of his life, Ygritte. That's Ygritte. true. I can't remember what Who's it. dead. Who She's died dead. four seasons ago, though. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. all in all, I liked the way they wrapped everything up. What I really hated was how abrupt it all was. Like it yeah. felt like they tried to squish everything into like the final episode. Yeah. Like... I want to know why is Arya selling west of Westeros? Where did she get this sh- the ships? Who's funding this venture? Like, where's Gendry and all this? Like, I need more. I want to know about like I wanted to know like how the the three eyed raven. 
Like yeah. that, who, Where did that everyone just suddenly is bought just, into this idea. Okay, like, Okay, Brad, you're now the three eyed Raven. Well, I said so. So therefore I am. Okay. Like, why do you think I came all this way? Okay. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Um, so I had some issues with, I guess, just like, I feel like the reason I watched this show and that we all watched this show and why I read, the, I read the books. I'm a, I'm a book reader of the series. You are. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the reason it's so good is because it's so human. Like, the, it's so complex. You don't really ever know exactly who's a good guy and who's a bad guy. Yeah, like, it's very even real. the bad guys you have these moments of empathy for, and the good guys you have these moments of, like, ah, I don't know if you're doing that. You know, it's just very real. And then they tried to just, like, cut off all the humanity, all the story, all the character development, and tie it all up in six episodes, which, first of all, six episodes, Way why? too short. What, who, yeah. Whose decision was that? You have $100 million in funding. I think You're it was uh, production hubris. I think they got I think so. up on their high garden horse. Oh, got him. <laughs> um, it's a Game of Thrones pun for yeah. those of you who haven't skipped this section already. Yeah. Uh, sorry, everyone. We will talk about Squarespace and, and SEO, SEO yeah, but, soon, but we needed to get this out of our systems. Yeah. Um, I think that the producers and the, the people got way too excited about like, oh, we're going to have the biggest battle scene ever. And we're going to like, have, we're going to burn 40 people alive at once. Like we're going to set a record for number of people burned alive on a set. Which was cool. But like, why? Like It was you, cool, you just, you, but I would have rather had what you need to focus on. I would have rather you cut some of the budget from that, tone it down a bit, line. given me a couple more episodes so that I could have watched these characters just have conversation. Like that's what's so Mm -hmm. brilliant about this show. Just like watching the interactions, I think. Um, so that's how I feel. I also feel like, uh, it's not fair. Like the, the writer, the show writers, I can't remember their names. Like Dave and Buster or something. Um, (laughs) let's call them Dave and Busters. Yes. Yeah. Dave and Buster. They, I think they're probably really good TV show writers, but that is different than being a great you know, epic novel they're, writer. They're writing the next Star Wars. They're writing, I did know that. Yeah. 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 So Crazy. I don't know how I feel. I mean, I may, yeah. I think they'll be better. I think part of what killed them was they had to the timeline. Like you're on a timeline. Yeah. Um, R.R. Martin has taken like 10 years to write each of these books. Like he's yeah. notorious for taking entirely too long yeah. to write a he book. Can, it's not good for television. But what it does is allow you to like make sure it's great and like really mm-hmm. develop all the characters, make sure all your storylines are like matching up and, and merging at the right places and crossing and coming back. And yeah. like you can do that when you have 10 years to write a story. Uh, it's a little hard. I do think it's ch- more challenging to, to do that when you're on a timeline, yeah. on like a deadline. Um, so I think like also that has to be mentioned as to why I feel like some of us were maybe not as, but yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter at the end of the day, I'm still a fan. I think I'll probably start from season one and rewatch them all now. I think that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And like, I, I should say we ended last episode with that Teddy Roosevelt quote about being it, only those that are in the arena can give, you know, valid right. critique. And so we're, we're definitely out, on the sideline throwing critique at these people who's, who actually did a fantastic job overall. And I think it really is one of the most... It's fun to give critiques, so... Epic series, like TV series that we have seen. Yeah, I, I will mean, say. There's just so it's much... Pretty to, awesome. So much to love about it. So, um, but you know, sometimes you just don't love things. And speaking yep. of things we don't love... Gosh, SEO. I think we have to talk about... We've talked about oh. GOT and now we got to talk about SEO. 
Um, okay, can I be honest? Mm-hmm. I hate SEO. I you don't hate like SEO. It. You hate, yeah, you hate it too. I think I, I hate it more than you. I cannot stand <laughs> SEO. I don't like it, and I, I don't... so many questions about it, and I hate just the premise. I hate the premise of... of organizing your website, something that's meant to be about like you, your business, the value you're providing to the world. It's your virtual face. It's your virtual face, organizing that around a machine so a machine can like accurately catalog you. I just hate the premise of that. The premise is really dehumanizing. It takes, you know, it takes humans out of the mix. And um, I, yeah, I hate it. And it's something that we get asked about a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it's something it's, that it's a necessary evil in the web development, um, small business world. I'm not even gonna say web development, just a small business world. It is right. a necessary evil. It's something you have to tackle, but man, do I hate it. Yes. So I hate it conceptually. I hate the parts about it that it can't change if you will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I hate it the conceptually. I hate that business owners have to deal with it. I hate that. I have to deal with it. I hate that people expect me to know things about it just because I am involved with websites. It's like, oh, clearly you do I SEO. Hate- like, first of all, no, it's a different thing. Like, yes. just because I'm building you a website does not mean I'm implementing an SEO marketing strategy for you. Yes, like, those are those are two separate things. And, but I don't blame the people. It's not no. their fault. It's too confusing. No, so, Google Google has done, and I don't know if the right word is terrible or awful, terrible or great, because it's, it's great for Google, but it's terrible for us. They've done a great job of making SEO, this word everyone thinks, I have to be doing SEO. I have to be doing SEO. It's a lot like social media. It, those are the two things that people come at us with SEO all the time. SEO and social media, yeah. Yeah. It's hard and it's so What do I need alluring. to be doing on social media? How do I do SEO? How oh. do I show up first on Google? And it's so alluring, Ren, because it's free. Mm. Oh, it's just free. free. Just free. All you have to do is just, you know, organize things the right way. That's it. And then you get free traffic and you get free money and you get free clients. For free. For free. Did I mention the free part? Yeah. And that's a dirty, filthy lie. Oh, Straight it's from such hell. A lie. It's not free. Nothing's free. There's no such thing as a free lunch. No. No, no, there's not. There's um, no such thing as free SEO either. It takes your time, and if you're smart, it takes your money, but who has money? So why are we talking about it if we hate it so much? I think that is what needs to be answered next. Uh, because we have to. Because yep. you, As a small owner, business owner, as a medium-sized business owner, as a very large business owner, you have to. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's what I was going to say before oh, you said it instead I mean, of me. I mansplained it. You just interrupt. You interrupted me that time. I interrupted Um, you. Yeah, we're talking about it because are you the listener, the business owner, the entrepreneur? You have to know about it. You have to at least know, be educated about what it is, so that you can decide whether or not you want to pursue it aggressively. And there's some basic things that if you have a website, which you should, uh, you need to be doing because at the very, very, very least, if someone types in your specific business name. You need to pop up. You That's, want I mean, them to find you. Right. There are some um, basic things you have to do to show up specifically for your business in Google. And you I will say, like, just because we hate SEO does not mean it's a bad thing. It means we don't really like dealing with it. It's not our area of expertise. There are people out there. We have good friends and people we know and work with and refer to and send clients to all the time who are great at SEO. They love SEO. They know how to do it. And, you know, so I don't want to, I don't want people to think 
Mm-mm. that SEO is like a terrible thing, even though it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for some businesses, it's actually really good and a great tool. I think for a lot of small businesses, there's a lot of hype around it. Like, oh, you have to be doing SEO. And like, well, if you're not popping up on the first page of Google, how are you going to get business? First yeah. of all, there's a lot of other ways to get business. Uh, second of all, yep. like, I don't really have a second of all, I guess. But there's a lot of other ways to get business. But you should be doing some basic things. It is something you should know about. You should be educated about. So that's why we're talking about it today. Because we feel like... We want to clear up some of the confusion around it, try to be as like straightforward as we can with like, what is this thing? What do you need to do? What don't you need to do? And who should be more aggressively pursuing an SEO strategy? Yeah. And what does that mean? Like, yes. what does that entail um, to help you make some decisions? Not you, Will. We've already made decisions mm, around SEO. We have. But you, my small business owner, small business owner listener, friend. Uh, help you make decisions around SEO, what you should and shouldn't be doing. So first things first, SEO is... Search engine optimization. Which means? Oh, I don't know. I was hoping you would know. (laughs) Do you want me to tell you what I think it means? You tell me what you think it is. I will tell you what I know it is, and then uh, we'll just go from there. Okay, so I think, and I think this is what most people think... Um, It has to do with like how you pop up in, in Google and like understanding that it you know, for anyone who uses Bing or what, what's the duck one? Duck, duck, go. Duck, duck, go. Duck, duck, go. It's a privacy one. So like when you type in your search results, it doesn't like attach it to you as a profile. I don't know. It's interesting. Interesting. Anyway, um, it could be any of those things, but like for the purposes of simplicity, let's just assume that we're all, we're talking to normal human beings here who use Google. Um, so it's how you show up in Google. If someone types in your business name or something related to your business name or something similar to your business, like what you do, where do you show up in the Google search rankings? Yep. And that's exactly what it is. (sighs) I mean, you did, you did a fantastic job of actually explaining that. Thank you. Um, yeah. And uh, I will say SEO, the word SEO, the abbreviation SEO it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And actually, in reality, when someone says to us, how, do, how am I doing on SEO? There's multiple different levels. And we'll try and get into some of those levels. But that's what I would, that's what I would say for anyone who's listening right now. The first thing you should do is figure out what does SEO mean for you and your business. you got to know where you are in your business. If you're just starting... SEO is going to mean something totally different than if you're five years into your business. It's, they're, they're two totally different ball games. So try and figure out, learn about SEO and figure out where you fit into the SEO spectrum. Learn about I'll it say. like a little. Don't, don't waste too much time because it's probably yep. not your job. Unless, and that's the other thing, we are also talking to people who use Squarespace. Presumably some of you are using Squarespace to build websites for clients. Like this is your job. You're a web yeah. developer, web designer, and you're using Squarespace. Um, and you sure as hell better know some of the basics of SEO because your yeah. clients will be quite angry if, you know, someone types in their business name after you build them a website and their business, their website doesn't pop up anywhere on the first 10 pages. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Like, yeah, don't do you that. Need, you, you need to make sure you get some of these basics in yeah. place. Yeah, so like, tough love. If you are a web developer on Squarespace and you're not doing the basic SEO stuff, like the tisk, basics, which tisk. we're going to talk about in just a second so you know what they are, um, go back and do them for all the websites you have created and mm-hmm. implement it into your web development process from here on out. It's easy. Yep. It really doesn't take a ton of time to do these very basic things. I would really encourage, honestly, 
that you do keyword research and integrate it into the copy and content yeah. that you have on your website as you're building. If mm-hmm. you're a small business owner and you're going to redo a website soon or get a new website, also a good thing to do. Anyway, we'll get to that. Yes. But if you're if you're building on Squarespace for other people, you definitely need to be doing these things because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Be- because the internet said so. The internet told us we had to and we listen when the internet tells us things. It's really frustrating. No, yeah, well, at least we have that's where it, like some guiding it. light. We have authority problems. More you than me. <laughs> that's but. true. Do you have an issue with authority? I don't like the internet telling me I have to. Yeah. But but that being said, um, what... Okay, who, let's, let's jump in a little deeper. Yeah. yeah. Who... Like, who... Does who everyone need SEO? Who controls the internet? Huh? Does, does everyone, everyone need SEO? Um, yes. So there are two basic levels, right? There's your basic... When someone types specifically your business name into Google, you need to show up. Unless you have a crazy generic business name, which is a whole separate thing, if you type your specific name into Google, you need to show up. So you have to be doing this, what, what I'm going to call basic SEO. And also the good t- good part about basic SEO, it's a one-time thing. It's a one and done. You set it up when you build the website and you're, you theoretically should be good. You'll be good. Whenever type someone types specifically, Otis Solutions into Google, our website will pop up. And that's basic SEO. Gosh, I hope it does. If someone so does that and it doesn't, that's going to be embarrassing. Have you done it? Have you done this I mean, for not, our website? not recently. I mean, I think it will. Um, Otis Solutions. Oh, please. oh, thank goodness. Yes. So okay. we popped up. Good. Um, you need to be do- you need to be doing that. You have to be doing basic SEO. That's and that's level one. That's what we'll call level one. Yeah, and I want to come back to that. We have a checklist of like here are the basic things that anyone should be doing. Anyone with a website should do for your yes. basic SEO. It's a checklist of how many things like and it's a checklist of like maybe 10, 15 things. I mean, yeah. but they're one time things. One time things, and then you do them. Not super intense. Yeah, they're they're very simple. You just got to do it. And a lot of it, you can just work into your workflow of like, if you want to build out a new page on your website, you just do these things when you build out the new page and then you're done. It's not not very complicated stuff, but it's stuff you do need to be doing. So let's come back to that. What are the other... So basic SEO, everyone should be doing that. Basic SEO, everyone should be doing. Any small business owner, any large business owner, any web developer, you need to be doing basic SEO. And this is just your standard stuff. You got to be doing it. It's the right thing to do. Now, we have more advanced SEO. And I am not a more advanced SEO person. So I don't want to speak empirically on this. Google ranks websites based on what it calls signals, like a bunch of these different signals. And it might have like a list of like a hundred different signals. And it, so it Google looks at your website and evaluates your website based on like a hundred different signals and then ranks it in Google. That's how it's the ranking works. I am not an expert on those hundred different signals. Who is? I, um, I don't know. I don't know. But there honestly. is some, there is, there, there are people let's do, uh, let's, let's call out some people. Uh, clarity online, clarity online. They're, they're really good at SEO. Odd dog media, Trenton Shane, good people. Odd Dog Media. They're good. a Seattle-based uh, digital marketing When I was firm. doing my research, there was another one that popped up. They were, they're called uh, Style Factory, Style Factory Productions. Okay, they're wait, in, wait. They're let's in not, London. 
Let's not throw out people that we've never met before. No, I've never no. met them. We have. I'd love. To we've worked with Odd Dog and with Clarity Online, so we can like vouch for their work a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, let's not just throw out random people. <laughs> also, there's idea. like a ton of people who do SEO. Yeah. Just to be clear, but um, but but I want to talk about. So there's the basics, and then there's like an intermediary well, well, level. Yeah. No, no, no. I for just simplicity, let's just say. SEO light, which is basic SEO, do it once. And then there's SEO heavy. And that is ongoing stuff. So this is, this is like, like I want to do, I want to focus my marketing efforts around blogging or content production. So if you're doing that, you really should probably have an SEO strategy in place because if you're spending all that effort doing, creating new content, creating new blogs, creating new videos, creating new, what we're doing, podcasts, anything like that, you should have an SEO strategy in place because it would be great. SEO is one of those things over time it percolates and grows and helps your website. So you, if you get it in place now, a year from now, if you're con- consistently producing this content, you're going to be ranking really well in Google. So if you're creating content anyway, you should get as much bang for your buck as possible yes. and you should know you should learn more about SEO, learn yes. how to do keyword research or hire someone to help you do keyword research and figure out exactly what you should be creating content around. Yeah. Or and maybe that, help you create content. That's and, another option. And I, I want to be clear here, this is time intensive. I mean, it takes a lot of time. Don't just throw it on your list of things to do this week if you're just getting started or a small business owner. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time. It takes energy. It takes effort. It takes a lot of brain power because you have to think creatively. You have to think very intently, intensely on what you're doing. So don't don't just throw it on your list of things to do because it's going to demoralize you because it's unless you're serious about it, it's going to never get done. Right. And most small business owners that we talk to, um, the majority of them don't have time to be creating content on no. the level that you would need to be for SEO. Some of them really enjoy writing, and so they mm-hmm. want to make that something that they do for their marketing, um, but they still can't, you know, they're aiming for, like, one blog a month. And sure. that's Which is helpful. Like, you you know, I'm not going to say you shouldn't try to use some keywords and do some things like that mm-hmm. if you're doing one blog a month, but um, I wouldn't necessarily, I also wouldn't call that, like, a really intense SEO strategy if you're yeah. at that level of content creation. You know there. So... Uh, but, but, okay, I feel like we did skip over. I do feel like there is an intermediary between oh. those two things, level of SEO. Tell me. And that is when you're writing copy for your website, which is stagnant. Ah, uh, um, yes. Or, you know, if you're redoing your website or want to rework it, whatever, the copy on your website also can affect your SEO. So oh, what I mean by copy is like the words. The text. The text. Um, and it's broken up into like headings and then the actual text text itself and yeah. using keywords like using the right keywords to pull people to your site is act- that is a thing you can do you can research the keywords mm-hmm. um and i say this sure maybe you do it maybe you your web developer does it if you're a web developer and you include copy in your offering um then you should know how to do this at the very least you should educate your clients that like if you're going to write your own copy <laughs> If the client's going to yeah. write their own copy, you should at least educate them and have a conversation and see if they want to incorporate keywords. Keywords, or not. yeah. Um, but basically, that I think that's also something that like it's not super easy. It's not the basics. The basics are things that I would say like, like I said, we made this checklist. We're going to go over it. You should really find some time in the next month to take 
a couple hours and just do all this for your website. It's worth it. Like you should just do that. If you haven't already done it, you should do it. Doing all the copy on your website is something that I wouldn't say, like stop what you're doing and make sure that's done. I would say next time you redo your website, think about it, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe consider at some point in the future, like reworking your copy to be more SEO friendly, um, things like that. And it hurts me to say that because I think what, again, I think websites should be aimed at people, not machines. So I don't think you should worry about if your H1 heading has the right keyword. I think you should worry about like if it's compelling and spoken in the correct tone and has your key messages and like these things. Um, but you know, yeah, it's probably good to, so I think um, it's important to help people delineate between who should be focused on this level two. The intermediary Intermediary. Level. I would call or that we'll SEO call it light. We'll call it 1.A. 1.A. Yeah. Because that's SEO light, a little little more than SEO light. Yeah. Um, more than the basics. Who, who should be focused on, who should, like, what, what person should be doing that? Um, I would say if you are past the point where you're getting friends and family word of mouth types of business, you're Mm. actively looking for clients that aren't just people that are being referred to you. You're trying to grow um, the number of people who find you. So that's the first thing. If you're in your first year or two of business, probably you're still like getting a lot of business. Like your primary marketing source is going to be friends and family, word of mouth referrals, people you bump into, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but if you're ready to grow and start pursuing more of a digital marketing strategy, I think, um, well, and actually, I mean, I think the first thing is anyone who's redoing their website should do this. Yes. If you're going to be read, if you're going to be doing the work anyway, or redoing the work, I guess, of writing copy for your website, you, you should make this the extra effort to, to make it SEO friendly. Yep. So that being said, any business, no matter where they're at, should do this. Um, if they're going to do that work anyway, go the extra mile, do the keyword research. You can use the low, the easiest, the free one you can use that isn't quite as like advanced, but it'll do the job is Google AdWords. Uh, it's called Google keyword planner, Google keyword Um, planner. But I I will say I was trying to log in the other day and it was, it was like glitching. It was throwing me after I logged into the Google keyword planner because you have to log in because Google tracks everything. It was putting me straight to the AdWords part. Um, I don't know if anyone else was having that issue, but it took me like an hour to try and resolve that. And I finally got to the keyword planner by using a different account. Um, but yeah, they, they have something called G- Google keyword planner and you can look at what keywords, uh, have the most traffic so like and an what you should be targeting. For this is if you are a, um, barber, a, a barber. Ha- or let's say a hair salon because <laughs> I'm a girl. Oh, okay. Um, and I don't go to a barber. I go to a hair salon. Yes. So if you're a hair salon in Seattle, mm-hmm. um, you should know if people are like talking a lot about like balayage right now or, you know. I have like, no idea what that is. Well, that's okay. Um, or like bangs or just like best hair salon or like how to get your hairstylist to cut your, like you should do some research into like what people are searching for that's relevant to you and your business. Yeah. Um, and as you're developing copy for your website, you should work those words into it and maybe even create some specific pages and specific copy content, blog posts, whatever, specifically around some of those topics. That would be ideal. That would be ideal. Um, so that's like just a tangible example of what I mean when I, when I say that. Um, 
Yeah. And I think the other thing is, yeah, who else should do it? Yeah. I mean, I honestly, that's what I mean. I feel like if you have a website at some point, you should probably do the work of optimizing your content for SEO if you want people to find you without being able to type in your business name. Well, well, I mean, it, it all goes back to like, how does a business grow? Right. I mean, a business, when you start your business, it grows from you out. So it grows from you your friends and family and their connections will probably be your first sale. That's where you start. And then after you start getting to the end of that market, your friends and family and whoever they're going to refer to you, you need to start get building business somewhere else. So that's when a, some of this, if you're going to be putting some effort and uh, energy into marketing, this would be a pretty good place to start doing it. If you have SEO. a website. If you have a website. Which you should. Which you definitely should. Yeah. So, um, SEO typically, if you have like a super niche thing that you do, especially if it's like geographical per se, um, you're probably going to do better with an SEO strategy. It'll be easier, I should say, to have an SEO Mm -hmm. strategy because there aren't that many people Googling, uh, infant sized unicorn onesies handmade in Seattle. (laughs) So if that's what you sell, like. Hey, great. You should yeah. definitely be doing sure. some stuff around SEO and making sure those keywords are all over your website so that when people type in yes, infant onesie, unicorn onesie, unicorn onesies, unicorn handmade in Seattle, maybe from like alpaca fur or something, yeah. um, you definitely want to make fur. sure, right, of course, that you're the one popping up. Um, now, if you're a leadership coach or a business coach or a mm. life coach, there are a lot of those out there. And, you're, and your clients are anyone and they could live yeah. anywhere in the world. So your target audience is anyone anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, probably like, you're not going to have as much success with people finding you if they type in leadership coach. That's Yeah. And so, so that's the key thing to remember on this level two. After you've done your basic SEO, level one, basic SEO, light. We have so many different names for this level one, light. So we'll just call it basic SEO. Once you've done basic SEO, that's if someone searches your uh, barber salon, what do you call them? A haircut? Salon. A hair salon. Salon. A hair salon. Let's call it Susie's Salon. Susie's Salon. Let's call it Susie's Salon. Susie's Salon in Seattle. So when someone types in Susie's Salon in Seattle, basic SEO should pull up Susie's Salon in Seattle. That should be there. When someone types in good salon for women in Seattle... Susie also wants to pop up. However, there are going to be a lot of other salons that also pop up because there's, what, 150, 1,000 salons? Who knows how many? Like, there's a ton of salons in Seattle. So you are competing with all those other people. And the only way Google knows how to rank one person higher than the other, because remember, Google has a vested interest to give the user, the person who searched this, the best result first. Google wants to do that. If you think you're the best salon in Seattle, you should be ranking first. But Google also wants to give you the best ranking because if you if Google gives you the best ranking, you're going to come back to Google again and again and again. And that's how Google makes money. As, so, a, as a searcher. As a searcher, yes. Um, so you should develop content specifically around salons in Seattle. For women, maybe. For women. Like or How to find the best salon in Seattle. There's all these technical maybe things Maybe an article do. about that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe an article. 
Or a I little mean, bloggy blog, little page, little post. Whatever. But here's where it gets complicated. I mean, there's so many different, as I mentioned earlier, signals, and the signals change. Right. I mean, there's some good basic ones to do, but the it requires effort. Yeah. It requires you energy. Cannot, you cannot guarantee that if you write a really beautiful blog about how to choose the best salon for women in Seattle and make it you know, like do all your keyword research and put them in and put it on your website or even create a whole page dedicated to that, like whatever it is, do all your SEO basics on that page. You still can't guarantee that you're going to pop up first. And probably not. You probably won't pop up at all right away either. Maybe in six months, that page might be starting to rank. Um, So that's just something to... Yeah, it's something to be aware of. Okay, so let's go into... I think the most helpful thing that we can offer people, which um, is SEO basics, those basic things. And I'm specifically for Squarespace. We're talking to yep. people whose websites are built on Squarespace or who build websites on Squarespace. Yep. These are the basics. We have a checklist. And are you going to do a video tutorial? Mm, maybe if like people really want it and need it, I will. But I don't... I'm we don't have a video not. tutorial yet, but we might do one. Um, possibly just so you can visually see us going through it. But we do have like a checklist. Will's going to high level go through that checklist. We're going to put it in the show notes so you can download it. So if you're building on Squarespace, these are some basic things that you should be doing. Yep. So Will, tell us, just please tell okay. us. What basic are high level basics? for your site, if for your website, uh, you need a clear site title of like what is your business. So if you're talking about like Susie's uh, Salon in Seattle, make your site title have you know, best Seattle salon, Susie's salon or something like, like make sure you have Seattle and salon in the site title. You need that. That's one of the big ranking things. Make sure it's important. Wait, how do you, it's, how it's do I there. put it into my site title? Is that just like what shows oh, you, up? Yeah. You go into setting it's somewhere, it's something in Google. You'll be able to find it or something in Squarespace rather. You'll be able to find it. Uh, Squarespace settings site title, I think is what it is or oh. design Squarespace designs site title. Uh, if you go into, if you're on Squarespace homepage, your website homepage, go into marketing SEO, fill in that bad boy. There's a lot of keywords, uh, just put stuff in, uh, make sure it's all filled out there. That's another good one. Should they do some research with Google keyword thing, that tool? Again, if you're just getting started, no, just Just make it up, just put stuff in, uh, take your best guess. Yeah. Take your best guess. I would think about like, what is my broader industry that I'm in? Am I in digital marketing? Am I in salon? Am I a baker? Am I like whatever it is? Use that broader category in there. Make sure that's in the title and in the SEO description as well. Uh, next, uh, fill out your business information. I think that's settings business information. Do that in Squarespace. It's like your your hours, your um, your address, need your address, phone number. Google loves having all that information about you. So you can so fill that out in Squarespace. You can and fill then that when out in Squarespace. Google yeah. you, it'll do that thing where it like shows mm-hmm. up in Google and be mm-hmm. like, they're closed right now, but they open again here. And here's yep. when they're busy. Okay. Cool. Yep. It's great. Uh, next, set up Google uh, search console. Question. Yes. Go back. What mm-hmm. if you're, um, what if you're a digital, like a, we don't have hours per se. No. So should we still fill that out? Um, and we don't have a physical address per se. Wow. I wish we had discussed you asking me this question because I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I make up hours. So this is, what, <laughs> this is what I do. I make up Otis Solution is open from 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. 
That seems basic. I figure Google probably likes it because Google just loves information. Just know your business. Know your audience. Your audience with SEO is Google. They want as much information as they can garner about you. So just fill it all out. Okay. And um, make up an address. Yeah. I'm, and just... <laughs> no, don't don't make up an address. Put in put in your actual address. Like your don't, home address? No. If, you, if you're like a business, if you're a restaurant... Would you put it as our address? Uh, I don't know. Maybe Did it, you put maybe, our home address? Maybe it's our, yeah, maybe it's our... That seems our like not home safe. Address. People yeah, can find you can us. find us that way. Ah. We're gonna um, change it now. It's gonna yeah. be. We're gonna put in one of my friends' addresses the just moon. for fun. Yes. Um, next, set up Google Search Console. This is another. It's a complicated sounding term. It's. I don't even know what Search Console means, but just type in Google Search Console into Google. It'll bring you there. If you have a Google account, sign in and put your website in there. Follow the instructions to put your website in there. Uh, and then once you do that, submit a sitemap. So if you've built a website on Squarespace, Squarespace automatically generates a sitemap. It is yourdomain.com backslash sitemap.xml. XML. My M like Myers and L like little. Nice. So ours is otis.solutions backslash sitemap.xml. Just put that in. And update your sitemap. That just allows Google... I don't know if it allows Google to crawl it or just tells Google, this is where it is. I want you to have access to it. And that's really how Google knows which pages you have on so your Google website. So Google feels invited. Yeah, just let Google feel invited. I mean, that's that's all they want. They just want to be part of the team. Yeah. They just want to know you like them. Which we don't. Which we don't. Don't tell. No, I do like Google. As a, I just don't like what they force us to do for SEO. But I agree. Moving Agreed. on. Uh, set up Google My Business. So again, type in Google My Business to Google and create an account there. Attach your business. Again, put in your address. I guess not your home address, but put in your business address. If you have a business address, maybe a P.O. box or something. Put in your hours. Throw in some pictures. Um, they will, to verify your account, they need to mail you, snail mail, not email, snail mail you a, a postcard with a code on it and you will insert, put that code into Google my business to verify that it's actually your business address. Right. I remember this happening when we, when we first started our business, remember we are a digital business. We yes. don't actually have a business address. We no. work from, you know, wherever we are. I remember that being a problem because the place we were living at the time was a really crappy little place and yeah. like the mail half the time got there and half the time didn't it just and yeah, we were there half the, the time and half the time we were in other cities like we were very rarely actually there yeah um and people would steal mail a lot it was just a problem and i think we like didn't get it and then had to ask them to send another one and they got mad because they thought we were yeah. like trying to lie to them or something and we were like no we're just trying to build our business and live our lives and be free and <laughs> <laughs> they probably hated that. They didn't like it. No. Yeah. We did eventually get it set up, though. So, um, yes, so that's set up. And then, I mean, mo if you have a website on Squarespace, your Squarespace website is probably uh, SSL certified. You probably hasn't have an SSL certificate. That basically is a web standard that says this website is secure. It's safe. If you can super get safe, super safe logistics. I don't know. What would SSL stand for? It's some some know. it's a super socket layer or it's something socket layer. I don't know. They have crazy names. 
Okay. SSL is pretty um, good. But basically, if you can access your website through HTTPS colon backslash backslash whatever your website is, if there's that S at the end, HTTPS, hypertext transfer protocol, okay, maybe secure. Is that the S? I don't know. Um, that means you have an SSL certificate and Google really makes that. That's very important. You have to have that. But if you have a website on Squarespace, you probably do. What do you mean? You probably do like any new web. I don't know if when, when you create a new website on Squarespace, it automatically gives you an SSL certificate. So unless you go in and turn it off specifically, okay, it's not going to, don't be do off. that. No, how can they, do, how can the people that. check and see if it's on? How, oh, can we put that in the checklist? Yeah, we'll it, put it yeah, in the checklist. It's in the checklist. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll tell you how to, how like, to turn it on and off. In the it's checklist. in, yeah, it's in settings, SSL certificates or something. Um, Okay, then so that's basic stuff for your site. Whenever you're creating a new page, I'll just go over these quick because these are a lot easier. Hit the settings tab. That's that little gear icon. When you're in Squarespace, on the left, it has all your pages and elements. Click the little gear icon next to the page. Pulls up your settings tab for that page. Look at your URL slug. Make sure the URL slug, and that's the URL slug is anything after the otis.solutions.com backslash We're not blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, we're not.com. I keep forgetting. Otis.solutions backslash whatever that is. That whatever after it is, after the .com or .solutions is your URL slug. Make sure that's clear. Use dashes. Don't use underscores. Don't use, I don't know what else you might use. But use dashes. Google likes dashes. And don't cram words together. If it's like, if it is a website in a day, don't make it. No spaces website in a day. Don't make it website underscore in underscore a underscore day. Don't do that. Do website dash in dash a dash day. That's how Google parses. That's how Google wants it. Give Google what they That's want. That's how Google want it. Give it what it wants. Page title. Make sure the page title is clear, has a keyword or two in it. SEO title. There's that new SEO tab, which is fantastic. This is oh, still yeah. in the settings. Okay, I want to come back to that. I'll okay. let you finish going through your basics. Yeah, well, those two. SEO tab, make sure the SEO tab is clear, has a keyword. Meta description, SEO uh, description, make sure that's clear, has keywords in it. Mm-hmm. There we go. What are you going to say, babe? Thanks. Um, so that reminded me, one of the things that I do feel like we should talk about in this episode um, is something that we've come up against a lot. We develop almost exclusively in Squarespace. Yeah. And we have had... Some of our friends who are SEO, more SEO experts than we are and some other people we've bumped into and run into in this industry tell us, oh, SEO or Squarespace is bad for SEO. If you're building on Squarespace, it, you're not going to do well with SEO. And that caused us a lot of angst because we're building websites for our clients and we love our clients and we want them to do well We want the SEO. best. We want, want the best them, for them. Mm-hmm, we want them to be the best versions of themselves and their businesses to be the best version of itself as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so that caused us concern. Now under, understand none of our clients, uh, well, yeah, most of our clients, I will say, aren't really the type of business that should be pursuing like a real, like a, that, what do we call it, Advanced SEO strategy, yeah, heavy SEO, a heavy, heavy, a heavy SEO strategy. Um, so we weren't like super concerned about it, but it was something that we've just been wondering about for like, uh, is Squarespace bad at SEO? So will I pose the question to you? Is Squarespace bad at SEO? Uh, they were bad at SEO. They are significantly better. Um, and in my research, I found a couple ways where they still lack. I would love for them to improve these ways. But overall, they are great with SEO. And at the end of the day, if you have good content, 
Google likes you. Like if you if people come to your website and they stay on your website and they read things and they're staying for like five, ten minutes, Google likes that. Google wants people to come to your website and stay and enjoy their time. So it, at the end of the day, it comes down really to good content. That's that's the key factor. However, there are other things that Google also likes. Maybe not as much. Other these these are the other signals I was talking about earlier. And this um, is, we're guessing at these. No one really knows what they are. Yeah, no one knows exactly what they are. It's a pretty tightly held secret. But they, they tell you, like, these are the things to take care of. Um, one of the things Google isn't great at is something called alt tags. They're alternative tags to images. So if you put an image on Squarespace, uh, you put an alt tag. And this is great for accessibility. So if blind people are looking at your website, they use this program that sort of calls out the text that's on the page. Obviously, it can't perfectly describe an image, so it uses whatever you put in as the alt tag to describe what the image is on your website. If you don't have an alt tag, it can't tell you what's there. So Google likes that, because Google likes accessibility. We all should like accessibility, so that's something important to do. Um, Squarespace makes it, makes it kind of difficult to put in alt tags. You have to put them in, in like a description, of your image, but sometimes you don't want to show descriptions, so it gets rid of that. It's different from a file name of an image. So Squarespace is still lacking in the alt tag arena, which I don't know why they don't fix. It's a very simple fix, very simple, but they haven't allowed it. So that's one area where they're not not the best. Okay, Squarespace, gauntlet, throne. Mm-hmm, there it is. But overall, everything else, I mean, there's few things here and there that, of course, they could be better um, because they're built on templates and, like, the their, their schema, the markup is a little bit different than, like, a WordPress website. Um, but it is what it is. You know, at the end of the day, Google is trying to figure this stuff out. Your website is... These are all sort of minor little tweaks. It's not going to be huge stuff. As long as you're doing producing great content... Focusing on your titles, H1 tags, putting in the descriptions. Um, doing the basics. Doing, doing your basics. That's Focus on that first and then start tweaking. Yeah, and so Squarespace added the SEO tab recently. Yeah, they added it within the last couple months. So that, that tells me they're focusing on these things. They know it's a problem and they want to work on it. And also, I can almost guarantee you, Squarespace doesn't, or not Squarespace, Google doesn't want to not index pages. Google will tweak its algorithm to be able to index page. So many people are building websites on Squarespace. I guarantee you Google is finding ways to f work within whatever system Squarespace has. There's You guarantee it? I guarantee it. Guarantee it. He doesn't guarantee it. No, I really do, honestly, because of the way business models work and companies work. Squarespace is absolutely big enough that they they have created a strategic partnership with Google to figure some of this stuff out. Okay, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. We've announced that Google and Squarespace are entering into a strategic partnership. They are now one company. <laughs> They've merged. <laughs> they have merged, and they are now owned by Apple. Google Space. Google Space. Um, I Google Space. I Google Space. <laughs> here we go. None of that's real. No. Um, I feel like there are some other SEO basics that we will that I'm going to throw out there, and we can just, you can tell me if you think that they should be added to our list of SEO sure. basics or not. Compress your images. Yes. So uh, we'll say we haven't gotten there yet. Oh, I thought we were done with SEO basics. No, 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 no. We jumped into the SEO 
tab yeah. because you wanted to talk about it. We didn't touch oh, on okay. that earlier. Okay, well, let's continue. So with let's SEO finish. Pages. So these are the other things. Uh, page uh, in the text of your page, two to three percent of the words should have keywords that you're trying to. Uh, put out into the world that you want Google to index. You want Google to know these keywords and associate these keywords with your uh, with with your website. So, like, you're a baker. You're a baker in Seattle. Like, have baker in Seattle two to three. Have that exact phrase. Our bakery in Seattle. Bakery in Seattle. Have that probably like two to three percent of all the text on that page. It doesn't don't, have to just be. Ba- it could also be lunch in Seattle or. Or pastries in Seattle, right? Sure. Like, you don't have to just be super repetitive. You can be... Uh, You should be super repetitive. You should use keywords. You should use specific keywords. Yeah, but you can use... Like, you can pick several different keywords. Yes. You don't have to use the same keyword over and over and over Yes. Right. Yeah. Um... H1 text. So this is, you know, your, your big... You can choose the H1 in Squarespace. Like, what is my big header text? Make that text have a keyword in it. You need that. You might um, as well. You might as well. Uh, only have one H1 per page. So this is something that's very tempting as a Squarespace designer to do multiple H1s throughout a page because it just looks nice. You know, Squarespace is all about lo- having your website look nice and having it, it's all design oriented. However, if you have more than one H1 tag, Google it gets confused. It's like, okay, what's the purpose of this page? What's what's its main function? What are you trying to show people? Google's very straightforward. You Google's need to be very, very straightforward. straightforward with it's Google. very literal. Literal. It's very tech-oriented. It's very nerdy. Yes, what is this? I don't understand. That's Google. This is Google. Okay, so you, you, you got to just get past that, and you got to give it what it wants. You need uh put your keywords in H2 and H3 text as well. That's also important. Just very important. Mm-hmm. For images, like I said, like Ren said, compress them. I use compressjpeg.com to compress all of my images. Why is this important? Tell us why it's important. Because it makes the file size smaller. Google also really, one of its signals is page speed. If you can have a very fast page speed time, so when someone clicks on your link, it loads up just like that, that's what you want. Google likes that because if it's slow, like if it's slow here in America... Mm. It's going to be slow in third world countries. Like Australia. Like, like Australia. Canada. Yeah, Canada. Yeah. It's terrible. So you, you, got, you got to, nice, nice. You got to have fa- fast page uh, speeds. That's something that's very important. Yeah. I'll, can I add like a tangent here? Mm-hmm. Video is really cool. Um, video, like people really like it when you, a lot of our clients these days want a lot of movement on their website. They want like their head header banners to be, or their banners or whatever yeah. to be like video background. Sure. Um, which is cool. It is really cool. We like it too. It's, it, it does increase, like it increases your page load time. We can yeah. compress the videos. There's some things we can do to make it as good as possible. But yeah, I will say anyone who's like it, but... really, really seriously pursuing SEO just consider if it's worth yeah. the video. I mean, I so, think video is cool enough that for most people, it's like it's worth just having video. It's not really yeah. going to affect its one part of the SEO algorithm. No. And it's more important that people like it than Google computer, ultimately. Yeah. Um, but it's just something to keep in That's mind. That's true. And also, I mean, there are things you can do to mitigate that. So like if you host your video on YouTube or Vimeo, don't add in, add, make sure in Squarespace, because you're embedding these videos, right? And so you put in a video block and you copy and paste the URL into there. 
make sure you add your own compressed image, uh, splash image, whatever that is that's popped up there and then you hit the play button and then the video plays, whatever image that loads, make sure you add that into Squarespace. Don't let it use the default that's in YouTube or Vimeo because that could be a really high resolution image and it will wait to load that image before it plays the video. That will slow down your page. That'll make it a lot slower. So always, if you're putting in a video, always add in your own compressed image to that video block. Or else your page load time will increase too slow. Gosh, they hate us. If you're still here, thank you. I think this is good stuff. If you're a developer on on, um, Squarespace, you need to know this stuff. You do. You just do. If you're a small business owner doing it by yourself, you you need to know this stuff either way. Yeah, if you're not hiring a web developer to do it for you, you also need to know this stuff. And I I apologize that we're the ones that have to teach it to you because we don't like it any more than you do. No, we don't. Gosh, Someone has to do it. Um, So again, yeah, compress your images, uh, reduce the size to less than 2,000 pixels. That's... If you're over that, you just don't need it. Most of these computer screens are not that big. You do not need over 2,000 pixels for an image. And if you download them from something like Unsplash, it's going to give it to you in like 4,500 pixels by 6,500 pixels. And that's just way too massive. Just extra. These are just huge. And that's great if you're trying to make like a poster and you need it to scale. Fantastic. Not for your website. You do not need more than 2,000 pixels uh, per height or width for your images. Uh, and then last, like I talked about, alt tags. It's a little weird here. Um, I'll give you a link of like something to do to make it, to fix it, help it a little bit. But again, a little odd. Um, and that's it. That's all I have for my... Oh, I have another one. Ooh, throw it in. Uh, Google reviews. Mm, so this is another good one. Google reviews, social reviews. These actually help. These yeah. are actually pretty good. Um, getting people to review your website. And so you can only, I will say you can only, Ooh, actually I don't know if I want to say this empirically. I know you can only reply to reviews if you have verified your business through Google. So if you've gone through the Google, my business setup and they've mailed you a postcard and you've put in the password code that's on that postcard and verified your address, that's the only way you can reply to reviews on Google. Um, but otherwise you can't, I don't know if you can or can't receive reviews before that, I would assume not. I don't know. But yeah, that's a good thing to have. Like reviews on Google. And that's that's, that's helpful. That's one thing we tell all of our clients when we create any kind of marketing strategy for them because it's not only good for the algorithm. Reviews are actually really useful to humans as well. People Yeesh. love reviews, they like to read reviews. It's really easy, no matter what kind of business you are, you probably have at least five people who like you, either because they like you as a human, like your mom, or they like you as a business, like, you know, some of your favorite clients or something like that. Also, it's a good way to just start, open up the discussion again, and you might get some more business out of it, so. (laughs) Right, that too. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's really easy to just, like, do a a Google review campaign, basically, and just send out emails to 10 people saying, hey, we would really appreciate it if you reviewed our business. And just give them this specific link to go to and just throw in a review. Make Mm -hmm. sure they give it five stars. Speaking of reviews, review this podcast. Also, review our podcast. Only if you give us five stars. If you don't want to give us five stars, that's fine. Just don't review it. Just don't review it. Please don't. Or send us an email. Yeah. It's going to hurt, but just send it to me. Just let me know or Ren know. No, just Will. Just tell Will. I don't receive criticism well. Um, (laughs) 
So yeah, get Google reviews, Facebook reviews. Yeah. Start with your, you know, immediate family if you, if you, okay. if you will, and go from there. I think we've drained them enough. Yeah. So, I mean, I want to leave you with a ray of hope and that ray of hope is that, what have we, what have we got? Do you have anything? I got nothing. I okay. Got nothing. Um, for the basic SEO, you only have to do once and then you're done. Yeah, there we go. That That's good. Yeah. That, that's a high note. I think basic that's good... SEO, do it once, then you're done. If you haven't done it yet, basic SEO. Go in and do Do you do have it. like a, a regular normal web page that's like, you know, less than 20 pages. It'll take you about two hours to do. It's yeah. not very long. And we're going to give you a checklist it. to just yep. make sure you do everything. So it'll be easier. So that's, that's the good news. Um... And I don't yeah. know if we have anything else. Okay. With that, uh, we will uh, send you off to the Game of Thrones theme song.